All right, uh, welcome to the uh, Eric J. The Great podcast. Uh, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks. How are you? Hey, I'm doing all right. Yeah, uh, yeah. You be the. Um, let me think. I think you're the second author that I uh, interviewed. I interviewed. I don't know if you know Molly Asad. She's a real successful author. She's on Amazon too. She, uh, she, uh, she did. Really, she became a millionaire off a book. I interviewed her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I interviewed her a little over a year ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So first off, uh, where are you from and uh and how old are you? I'm originally from Jamaica. I currently reside in Orlando, Florida. Okay. Big six. I'll be sixty-one this year. Okay. And uh what's the uh what's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear your city where you're from? Say that again. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear your city where you're from? Problem, man. <laughs> so we're saying Jamaica, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> and we have um, Jamaica's rich culture, wonderful food. Have you ever had anything from Jamaica? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had Jamaican food before. Yeah, I, um, it was a Jamaican uh, when I was at Fort Knox out here at the military base. Uh, he used to be cooking at a food truck and he yeah. used to have a jerk chicken and a ah, right, uh, curried goats on scale. Yeah, I, I eat all that stuff. And we have the most beautiful beaches. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't been there yet. That's on a bucket list. I see a lot of people have been going on vacations there. You haven't lived until you have visited Jamaica. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. So uh, describe your childhood and teenage teenage years growing up. Like, how was it growing up? Where are you from? Jamaica, growing up, um, I had a great childhood. There were, you know, issues as um, it's common to, to many. Um, I grew up in a farm. We did a lot of farming, planted our own stuff. We had acres and acres of land. And I have fun memories of uh, skipping school to plant and reproduce so some of uh, that's some of the um, most memorable times playing with lizards riding the donkeys you know fun with each other as siblings and um, friends and family in the community so um, raised by a single mother and extended family and the vig- village as I call my community because um, everybody knew everybody and helped with you know all the children around okay so did you have a, a two-parent household any siblings I had single mother and I had five siblings raised them um, in an extended family with grandparents and aunts and uncles and cousins yeah okay house was always full of family and friends <laughs> yeah that's the best way to be is more excited exciting vibe all the time Yes. So, uh, so for someone that ain't never been to Jamaica before, uh, describe some of the struggles and that you have to, like, a everyday child or teenager going uh, going into adult have to endure growing up in Jamaica. <laughs> well, well, we didn't have running water at home in the beginning, so then we'd have to go fetch water somewhere, and then we'd be carrying the pan on our heads. Oh, dang. We'll do laundry at the river. You know, back then, those days were fun. You know, you go to the river and do your scrubbing and hang 
hang it out on the rocks to dry, swim, you know, you know, um, clean the house on Saturdays, go to church on Sundays. So Sundays, there's no house cleaning because we have to do all that before Sunday because Sunday was reserved for church. So, yeah. Okay, so what activities were you into as a kid? Did you play any sports or anything like that? In, in school, I did volleyball and track, but uh, mostly volleyball. That was my, um, my love. So have a love for volleyball, which I had a team where I lived right now. Okay, uh, so did you have anyone in your family that's uh, involved in like the book business as far as like authors or anything like that, or are you the first one? I'm the first author in the family that I'm aware of, and that came about by quite by accident, actually. Um, how that started um, last January, I was navigating my page on Facebook, and this message just flashed across about a 30-day writing challenge. Um, hosted by Nalina Kai, international best-selling author. At the time, I didn't know anything about her. I just responded to the message and said I was interested. Don't know why. <laughs> so she invited us to a Zoom meeting and we went and I said yes. And um, the challenge paid off. I, I'm a member of her tribe called NK Tribe Called Success. Wonderful set of authors who support each other. Where it's all different stage, stages. Some have written over 40 books or more, um, national bestsellers, award winning authors who have helped to shape the new authors, including me. So, okay. so, so that process that you just um, talked about, would you say that's what led you to uh, write books? Yes, because that challenge was for a 30 day challenge. And it was either for self-help or memoir. And I was like, I don't know anything to do self-help. So I chose a memoir, which I didn't know what I was going to write about. <laughs> so it started and 30 days later, I was finished, went through the editing process and self-published thanks so, to the group. So that's one. Uh, so you wrote your first book last year? Yes. I just started writing last year, January. Okay. And June of last year. Okay, so uh, you know, this is something on my bucket list. I know I, I'm gonna hit my friend up uh, later on this week because he knows uh, like the ins and outs of how to get your books everywhere in the country and things like that. And uh, he has a book writing course teaching people how to put their books out and write their books. So, like, as far as like your process of writing books. Do the writing process come easy for you or is it something like you have to just live and go through stuff and then you just write as it comes? Oh, sometimes you'll sit down and um, depending on what you're focusing on that day, it will flow. And some days it will be like, oh my gosh, it <laughs> won't come. And, you know, you just, what I do, I'll just walk away, do something else. One of the things I do, I like to lift. So I'll either go lift some weights or walk or just do something else, you know. And I don't necessarily write in order. So if I'm working on something that I think maybe chapter one and it's not flowing, I left and I leave and go to the end or something else or just leave it totally and focus on something else. 
Okay. So you say you wrote your uh, first book last year. Um, what's, uh, tell the people, uh, what's the name of the book and, My- uh, and, uh, how long, um, no, without telling, uh, what it's about, but like, you know, like just, a kind of a direction of what, where it's going. Okay. My first book was published in June last year, I wrote in January, went through editing. The title is things that keep me up at night. It's based on my journey from childhood adversities to the successful person I am today, thriving. Um, speaks about, you know, things that happened to me during my childhood and throughout my life and oh. how I overcame those adversities. So it became an Amazon number one bestseller. was mm. on that list for several weeks. And it has um, helped a lot of survivors. I can say, can say survivors um, to share their story also, knowing that they are not alone. And um, so it has opened the door. Okay. So, you know, you know, uh, most things, you know, you could be talented at things and some things can come second nature to you. But as you start putting out these books and you start, you know, because it's uh, different when you just writing it because you don't know anything you do you could be playing sports anything you don't know how big it's gonna get when you're doing it so uh when you first put your first book out and you start getting reactions back from people uh describe how that was because i know that's your had been the first time you you was getting an overpouring of love of people saying how it affected their lives and i know uh as a writer and author you know that had to be uh yeah, that had to be like a real dope moment for you to feel. It was very, very exciting. I was speechless and like, I'm like, I was like almost giddy in the beginning. I was like, I don't know how to behave. <laughs> um, I remember we were on Face um, Clubhouse at a launch party and with my Nalina Kai's group and we were talking about it. I'm like, I don't know how to behave. It's so exciting. And, um, you know, over time you get accustomed to it and, um, you know, people reach out to you and you realize, and I realized the impact it was causing. And I was like, I was not something I had anticipated. So to this day, sometimes I'm like, oh my God, my little book, you know? So how many books you have out right now? Right now, four on sale, one in editing and another almost finished. Okay, so what's what's the uh well you already said the name of the first one. What's the name of the other three? The um the second one is Ninety Days of Pleasure. It's a part of a standalone series. Um, the brainchild of Nelly Nakaya. Also, she co-authored with me on this one. The second one I contribute. The third one I contributed to. The third and fourth, the right stuff. That's um authors contributing to encourage and support new authors how to write their book and get it from here to paper Hmm. and then the fourth it's marketing after you've written the book what do you do then publishing and getting it into the hands of the readers and the fifth one in editing it's called vocation answering the power voice of god's calling and um, the sixth is another series, Ladies of the Castle. And 
that's not finished yet. We're working on that one with the group. <laughs> it's, it's a series. So the other three that's already out, um, when did you uh, write those? Did those come out shortly after the first one? The second one was in November, and the other two is on pre-sale right now, pre-order right now. Okay, so you ain't officially dropped the other two. Yes, they're they're complete and on a pre-order. They're not released yet. They're up for release. Um, Do you have a release date for those, or you don't want to say yet? It there is a release date, but it's eluding me right now. (laughs) But it's up for pre-order, and um, they are both they are both number one on the pre-sale. Okay. So uh, who, who, who would you say that um, was your mentor through all this as far as, you know, giving you advice on going through this process of being becoming an author or did you uh, just figure it out on your own? No, thank God for Nalena Kai, who's initiated that 30 day writing challenge. I remember a couple of weeks after I started and uh, she paired me up with a coach. And my coach is J.L. Campbell, an author of over 40 books, a national best-selling author, international best-selling author. She lives in Jamaica. So she's my official editor and coach. And um, I remember a couple of weeks in, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't find so many words to finish a whole book. What am I going to write? And Nalena Kai called me and like, what's going on? How far are you in the process? And every excuse I came up with, she met with, <laughs> I come back and it's like, oh no, you can record while you're driving. You can do this. You can do that. And I just started writing. I'll record on my way to work. I was an emergency room nurse at the time. So I'll be on my break. I'll be jotting down stuff on paper or writing on the notepad in my phone. And the book was finished. So this is not, for me, it wasn't alone. I had a group of other authors in the tribe and K-Tribe called Success, and I could reach out to any of them for any advice I have. Because my coach was like there all the time. Nalina Kai was there all the time. And, you know, so I had all the support I needed. Beta readers, editors, the cover designer was, is Nalina Kai's son, J.L. Woodson. He does all our covers. He's amazing. And um, it was a fun process okay so earlier so would you say the earlier parts of your life um did you ever think that you will become an author and what and uh, what inspired you to start writing books before you seen that challenge I had no plan to write before the challenge I I have in the past written poems, which I just kept to myself, but prior to that challenge, nothing. So that was like, Hoo-hoo. and then I got bitten by the bug through the process and mm. here I am. Mm. <laughs> so have um, the reactions from your books, have they been uh, more online or have you come across some people in person? I have come across people in person, not a lot but mostly online, a lot online. How, how are the in-person reactions? Oh, or like I go to events and um, saw the book 
and it's like, oh, you're the author, and then we get pictures, yeah, or on the phone. One time I called um, Amazon UK because someone wanted the book and it wasn't available. So I called Amazon UK and I was talking to the customer service rep and she said, oh, you're the author. And I'm, yes. Oh my God, I'm talking to an author. She said, I was like, <laughs> I'm like, oh yes, I'm, a, I'm an author, you know. <laughs> yes, it's, it gets exciting sometimes, but I don't let it get to my head. So what are some things you like doing in your spare time when you're not writing books? I love to read. And so I do a lot of that. I read um, all genres. I love to work out. I take physical fitness um, very seriously. And sometimes I like to try new recipes. And um, I need to get back into socializing. I like to get out and, you know, talk to people. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, it's very uh, rare that I uh, run across authors. I only know probably about probably five authors in my whole life, you know, as far as uh, writing books, because I know... Uh, that's something that's been on my bucket list as far as, you know, writing a book about all the things I went through in the military and growing up and things like that. So I was like, you know, I, I know I could write about 200 pages on all the stuff that I've been We all have a story to tell. Yeah. There are people who can help you to tell it well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because some people believe that oh, I don't know English, I can't write a book, and I don't know how to tell the word. Just write it. There are professionals who can help you shape it into a beautiful book. Yeah, it's almost um, like uh, Steve Harvey said, you got you to gotta jump. Some people be scared to jump. You got to take that initial step and see what happens. It's either you fall to the ground or you fly. Right. <laughs> so what would you say out of all the books that you have out right now? What would you say is the, the most successful one right now? The first one? The first one. And um, that's the one I'm really more proud of, I guess, because it's about me and the fact that it's ministering to a lot of people. So it's helping others. And that means a lot to me. Okay. So um, how do you determine how long the books are going to be? Because, you know, uh, one thing I think about with anything as far as content or someone dedicating time towards something is people's attention spans or how long they want to keep reading or something like that. So how do you determine how many chapters or how many pages or or you just just go with the flow and whatever it is, that's what it is? I think it depends on the subject matter. Um, you want the story to unfold until it's complete. And you know when that is, you know, because some things, you know, okay, that shouldn't be in there. You know, you can leave it out. But you do want to tell a complete story so the reader can get the full, like I write about my life so they can get from point A to point B without like, so why, why I don't know anything about that, you know. So just make sure there are no 
unexplained gaps. I don't know if you understand, if you, if you get what I mean. So make the story complete. Okay. So um, are you currently mentoring anybody as far as have anybody came to you and uh, asked you to help them write a book or? Yes, but I've not started with her because she's not ready. But she has, I've been contacted. Okay. Yeah, and I'm willing and able to assist. Okay. So what, what would you say is the most uh, satisfying thing about the whole um the end result since you start putting out books and people um, giving positive reactions to it, what would you uh, say is the most satisfying thing through this whole process? And uh, what was your goal initially when you first started putting out these books? Well, my goal was to finish a book. <laughs> I didn't know and make money. You know, he was like, okay, it's costing me. So I need to make money. But I think the most rewarding for me was that people were helped. Mm. You know, it's serving others. So that's that was that's very rewarding for me. So even if the money doesn't come, it has done its job. I've done my job. Okay. Part of my purpose is serving others, and this book is serving. Absolutely. I can understand that. So, you know, um, when you reach a certain level of success, you know, um, you can have it in different areas of the world, but ain't nothing like, you know, having success and you go back home and you feel that love back home versus in other places. So when you start going through this process and people back home, knew that you was doing this and start putting out books and things like that. How was the reactions back home? Did you get a lot of positive feedback when you start going back home and things like that? I haven't been home since because of COVID. So I have not been back home yet. So I'll have to wait and see. Oh, oh when, yeah. when, when are you planning on uh, going back? I have, I don't have a trip scheduled yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll see. I'm pretty but sure. I'm talking. Pretty... Go ahead. What was your best? I was going to say, but speaking with with um, individuals on the phone, the reaction has been positive, and it, my books are also um, reviewed in the Jamaican Observer, which is a you know the newspaper over there. So it's been very well received. Yeah, uh, I know when you do eventually get a chance to go over there. Like, it's different, you know. I mean, you know, getting stuff on a phone is all good. But exactly. When you, when you see it face-to-face -face and people embrace you, like, uh, five feet away from you, that's, you know, that's more um, satisfying, you know. I feel like uh, when you go back home, you know, when you do um, go back home, that will be one of the best moments that you will probably remember, you know, when people coming up to you, uh, on the same streets you grew up on, you know, saying that, hey, I read your book, you know. And I must say, it's a memoir. So it's not going to be, it's not positive for everyone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So let me point that out. It's not positive for everyone. Some, there are some objections to some of the contents, so. Oh, yeah. By, by like, um, just a fraction of individuals who didn't 
see the whole picture because um, the focus for them is on not what the book is about. Okay. Yeah, I will see like, you know, um, I think everybody can um, um, relate to your first book because, you know, whenever you tell a story about yourself, whether you're a musician, author, or however you express yourself, talking about your life, you know, that's uh, you being vulnerable. So a lot of people can relate and respect, you know, when people are open enough to because a lot of people don't like talking about their past experiences and struggles that they've been through. So for you to be able to put that in a book, knowing possibly hundreds of thousands to millions of people is going to know what you've been through, you know, that's a, a real big step right there. Yes. And your story is not for everyone. It doesn't matter if the book is fiction or, or um, a memoir, it's not for everyone. So if you were writing a book, just not everyone is going to like it. Okay. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. You have to uh, have some type of uh, draw the line. I would say, you'd be like, hey, yeah, I understand, but, you know, this is what I'm doing. Yes, I'm okay. <laughs> so what would you say, uh, what's your short and long-term goals as far as your, um, you know, your books or you know, anything in life, like as far as like what you want to achieve? What I want to do is um, based on my life experience, I've been a, and plus I've been a nurse for over 24 years mm. and I've learned skills and resources that have helped me to get my life on the right track. So my vision is to help others who have had their life disrupted by any kind of loss, reignite their passion and move from stuck to limitless. So I'd like to get in the speaking circuit and um, coaching. So that's my goal. Oh, so when you say speaking circuits, are you saying like motivational speaking or? Yes, speaking. Okay. Do you have, um, do you think that you're going to put out some motivational books or do you already have some in the making right now? I'm going to. I'm down the road. Okay. So this is like a, going to be like a a new way of life for you. It's not no uh, end game with you as far as writing books. You're going to be writing books for the foreseeable future now. Yes, that's a vision of mine. That's um, material that's going to impact the life of others. Okay. Yeah, that's. Uh, I feel like uh, authors is probably it got to be the smallest occupation, like as far as like next to scientists or something like that, because you don't you don't hear a lot of people, you know, uh, say oh I write books. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you'll have people say, Oh, I read books, but as far as writing books, you know, that's a different level. You know, I have but like there are lots of authors out there, you know, um, like independent published authors like I am. There are many of us out there. We you don't hear about us because we're not published by the big name publishers, you know. But we're out there. There are a lot of people who have um written books and published quietly. 
So what well, what would you say is your favorite type of book to to write? Do you have a favorite type of book that you like to write? Is it like more like life situations or what what is it? I find the life situations are easier to write than um the fictional, but I enjoy writing both. Okay. You know, you don't have a favorite? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Maybe as I write more and more, I'll develop uh, a favorite. Okay. Do you have uh, any collabs in the future as far as like, you know, uh, working with any type of big time authors that people might know, you know, as far as like books or things like that or anything? You know? Nalena Kai is well known. Um, I don't know if you've heard of her, her in Clubhouse. She goes in those rooms. Oh All yeah. The time. I, uh, yeah, I haven't uh I just started I used to go in those rooms for about a year straight and then I took like a break. Like I ain't been in there in like months. That was my first time coming in there in like months. So there's Nalena Kai, my second book. I collaborated with her. And um she's the leader of our NK tribe called Success, a group of authors that I mentioned. Um phenomenal group of people who help and support each support each other, cross promote each other's work. So who knows? Uh how does collaborations go for people that don't know as far as like books, like um when authors collab with each other, do y'all uh like take turns writing chapters or like how how does that work? We may write a series um with different books and each other author write a separate book. Or like the the what the one I collaborated with her on ninety days of pleasures we we just write it uh, okay together you know we didn't say you write this chapter I write this chapter it was just a collaborative effort okay would you say collaborations is beneficial or is it just something that uh, people like to do if they got a relationship with a person or I, for me, it's better if you have a relationship, but um, I'm sure there are authors who have done it without a direct relationship okay. based on what they need at the time for the project they're working on. Okay. Yeah. So um, as far as 2022 and the near future, uh, just tell the people uh, what you got coming as far as books or anything you want to promote. And uh, or next year, you know, in the near future, what you got coming? Well, my um, fourth book, Vacation, is that will be released in a couple of months. And another series I'm working on with the NK Tribe called Success will be released at the end of the year. Mm. And um, the marketing stuff and the right stuff are up for pre-order and they're only 99 cents right now. So get them before the price goes up. Hey, yeah, that's dope. That's a real, real dope price right there. <laughs> yeah, 99 cents, right? So yeah. grab your copy. Yeah, so uh, do you, uh, you try to space your books out like every couple months as far as like dropping? We don't really try for that. We, uh, when they're ready and um, we, we do schedule release dates but not like, okay, we are waiting for two months to pass or three months to pass. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
Now, I meant to ask you this earlier. Where is your book available? Like besides Amazon, is it available in other places? It's available on Amazon, Apple, Kobo, Barnes Nobles, Targets, and Walmart. Okay. And uh, as far as Apple and stuff, is that uh, including like audio books too? It's not an audio book currently. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's dope. So like everybody, you know, that's all the places you got to go to one of them places. You got to go to exactly. everybody, everybody go to Walmart and everybody spend money that they don't need to be spending on Amazon all the time. So. All the time. <laughs> Tell me about that. Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah, Amazon is a devil. You got to you gotta stay off of there. Go for one thing and you end up with a basket. <laughs> I mean, I spent two hundred dollars. Be like, dang, I came on here for a t-shirt. Exactly. <laughs> they know how to draw you in. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, I definitely uh looked up your books and stuff, and I like everything that you got going on. I'm definitely gonna read the first book that you put out about your about your life story. Cause I, I like reading people's life stories, especially uh uh, minorities, you know, you gotta support each other, you know. Thank you. Yeah, so um, I, I definitely ap- appreciate you uh, coming on a podcast and uh, just like uh, I tell everybody, you know, uh, I don't just do interviews, you know, I uh, talk about real life stuff too, like I only did uh, episodes with police brutality, child support, fake friends, uh relationships like uh 50 50 in relationships like anything any topic that i think a person gonna come across in their adult life because i feel like a lot of we don't have enough dialogue amongst each other as far as like um hearing different perspectives of how people think because they give reassurance in ourselves when you hear some other people if you're either from a different background or from the same background they think the same way you do and you'd be like, oh, well, I might not be crazy because these people talking about the same thing that I think in my head all the time. So that's the main reason I started my podcast. I started this like uh, two years ago in April in uh, 2020. So That's good because sometimes we're experiencing things and we think oh, I'm alone. You know, that's only I'm the only one going through that. And so when others share their story, it helps you. Yeah, I had a friend uh, recently, uh, we did an episode about three weeks ago, and uh, after we got off, he called me, and he was like, man, I needed that. He was like, that was like a mental release, because I happened to be doing a topic on something that he was currently going through, but I didn't know he was going through it at the time, so that was uh, real refreshing to know that uh, he was able to uh, release whatever he had built inside of him, you know. Yeah. That's what my book does. And yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I definitely uh, finna get into writing because uh, it seems real therapeutic. I used to write a lot when I was a kid, but as I got adult, you know, uh, joining the military and getting into other things, I kind of strayed away from it. But that's something that I really want to do because I don't think nobody in my family has ever wrote a book. So I'll I'll be just like you, be the first one to ever put a book out, so. And it's really therapeutic. 
every idiot. So you got any um, um, closing remarks that you want to say about uh, what you got going on before we get off here? Closing remarks. Um, everybody has a story to tell. So we all have a book inside of us. Don't hesitate. And you don't have to try to write it alone. There are professionals out there who can help you. I'm one of them. You can contact me. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, how, how people can uh, contact you and, um, and uh, what's all your social medias and things like that? Um, you may contact me on all social media platforms as Marie McKenzie. I just started my YouTube channel from Stuck to Limitless. So that's there also. You will find me on YouTube also. Okay. And uh, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. And uh, anytime that you want to uh, come on a platform and uh, talk about what you got going on or or if you have any real life topics, I tell all my friends, like, you know, you if you think if you went through something at work or something you went across, you know what I'm saying? I have people hit me up all the time with topic, hey, we need to talk about this on the podcast, you know? So uh, you can hit me up anytime and uh, we can... Uh, set up a date to do it you know uh i, I do like at least uh, one or two episodes a week i know uh the other lady that you uh um tagged yeah um she's uh coming on next monday oh awesome yeah so uh yeah uh this episode i'm gonna drop this next monday because i just dropped the episode today that's uh going crazy right now i was talking about complacency and uh relationships and uh molding people into what they wanted to be in relationship i think a lot of people go through that as far as trying to yes a lot of people can relate to that yeah me and my uh buddy was talking about it for about an hour so i think a lot of people like that one it's on my youtube channel so yeah i've subscribed so i'll listen all right and uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I appreciate you. And uh, um, if you uh, have any feedback for any of my previous episodes, I'd like to hear uh, feedback as far as like, you know, um, positive and negative, you know, of uh, what you think about episodes. You know, I got 50, I think 55, 55 or 56 episodes right now. So I, I listen, <clears throat> sorry, I listened to one yesterday. Uh, what's his name? Was a Christian author, singer. Oh, you're talking about uh, Sleep Parker. Parker. No, it's Byron Walker. Byron. <laughs> yes, I listened to yeah, that yesterday. It. Yeah, you know, he's an independent gospel artist. He's number one on the Billboard charts with that semi song. That's the guy that I was talking about. He writes books and he has a book writing course. That's actually my friend. Oh. So I'm, I'm, that's the one I'm going to link up with to, uh, to get the book because uh, get that whole process started because his book is in every bookstore that it could be in. Like, uh, he know how to get it in every bookstore in the country. Like, he got it in books a million everywhere. You know? Wow. Yeah, I, um, I enjoyed that episode I listened to yesterday. Yeah, I get a lot of reviews from the ones from the first season that I did in 2020. My two most popular episodes I did two years ago. Wow. Fake Friends episode and a police brutality episode. Yeah. Great job. Keep it up. Right. (laughs)
And uh, and um, appreciate you coming on. This concludes today's uh, episode, and uh, you have a good night. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye.